It's December 6th, 1983, and a pair of joggers take off for an early morning run through the palm tree-lined streets of Hialeah, Florida. As they pass by a vacant parking lot, something shocking catches their eye. It's the lifeless body of a man, battered and bruised. The joggers report what they've stumbled across to police, and the investigation begins. Photos are taken of everything around the cordoned-off scene. It's clear foul play was involved, but there's no blood spatter to be found. Aside from the body, the parking lot appears untouched. This must be the dumping ground not the scene of the crime. Someone would have heard something, given the condition of this man. His skin is cloaked in black and blue, indicating a severe beating. His eyes are bloodshot and hemorrhaged, signifying strangulation. The day grows dreary as a storm rolls through, cutting the search short. The unidentified body is removed from the scene before rain can take its toll. Police are stumped. Who is this man? Who killed him? Where did it happen? And why? Three days later, they're still without answers. Until they return to the scene and spot something they had missed the first time. A plastic sandwich bag taped to a no-dumping sign about 15 feet from the body. Inside the bag is a typewritten note that says, Once you're back on the track, you'll travel in night. So prepare your old self for a terrible fright. Now the motive is clear and the victim is too. You've got all the answers, just follow the clues. Police figure this must be some sort of prank someone left behind after they conducted their original search. They figure there's no way they would have missed this. But they look through the photos from that search And there it is, a plastic sandwich bag taped to a no-dumping sign. This clue is right up Sergeant David Miller's alley. He's been a mystery lover his entire life. He solves the riddle in an hour, and it brings him to a new location. A speed limit sign at an intersection. Taped to the back of this sign is a plastic sandwich bag with another typewritten note inside. This one says, Yes, Matthew is dead, but his body not felt. Those brains were not Matt's because his body did melt. For Billy threw Matt in some hot boiling oil to confuse the police for the mystery they did toil. 
Here is where Billy dumped oil from the drum and poured liquid Matthew every drop till it's done. Now Bill, it is said, never winced at this once, but pleasurely filled the canal with the dunce. Sergeant David Miller cracks the clue once again, and it brings him to a canal. Here, he finds a small bone afloat in an oil slick, but no new clue. The bone is sent off to the lab for analysis. Refusing to accept a dead end, Sergeant Miller and his team scour the area, checking every single sign, bus bench, and utility pole for a baggie of new clues. Then they find one. This riddle refers to a Ted stalking a Susie, and Sergeant Miller solves it once again. It leads him to a bus bench. Taped to the bottom is a plastic sandwich bag, but there's nothing inside. Despite a relentless search, no further clues are found. Then Sergeant David Miller gets a hunch, saying, I don't know what to make of this. My own theory is that this doesn't have anything to do with the murder, but I'm not sure. There are a lot of weird people out there. The decision is made to go public with what they're now calling the Liquid Matthew case. Someone must know something. An article is published in the Miami Herald titled Killer Poet with details of the case and a call to action. We'd like the person who planted the poems to contact us. If this is a prank or a game, we need to know it's not related to the homicide, so we don't waste our time if this is a wild goose chase. The phone rings at the Hialeah police station. On the other line is a man's voice, and he says, I know who wrote the clues. Every October, four churches in the area come together for a Halloween murder mystery scavenger hunt. Four fictional murders, four sets of clues. It rained the night of their game, so it was cancelled and they forgot to take the clues down. The church's request to remain anonymous. Of this ordeal, Sergeant David Miller tells the Miami Herald, The whole thing is an extreme coincidence. The notes were not related in any way, but it sure had us going for a couple of days. The victim is identified as Francisco Patino Gutierrez, a Colombian sailor who had recently arrived in the United States by cargo ship. He was caught attempting to smuggle in 11 pounds of cocaine 
and it was confiscated by authorities. An informant tells police this is why he was killed. Unfortunately, no further information on Francisco can be found. Police believe his murder may be related to another body discovered nearby. A teenage boy was riding his bike near a canal and came across the body of 21-year-old Freddie Romero, a sailor who was aboard the same ship as Francisco. His hands were bound, and he had several bullet wounds to the back. The liquid Matthew clues may have been solved, but the murders of Francisco Patino Gutierrez and Freddie Romero remain unsolved to this day. <laughs>